Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is December 21st. Time is about 11.30. I'm ready and NPC has been conducting Zoom calls or conference calls for the past 11 years. If you have any questions, try to fill the Google Sheet out. Uh, and we will try to answer as much as possible. Go ahead with the first caller. Yeah, uh, good morning, Rahul. I have mailed the question. Since my sixth year of H-1B is expiring, I had applied B2 and I got approved till February 2nd. Now, I got my I-140 approval. Sounds good. Can my employer file H-1B extension before getting a project? No, you need to have a project to file a H-1B. Oh, okay. 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 So if so you don't the... get the project, then you'll have to leave the country and come back on H-1B at a later date. Do you have H-4 mm-hmm. options? H-4? No. No. Okay. So you, if you don't get a project by February 4th, you may have to leave uh-huh. the country, ma'am. Okay. Oh, okay. there is no way that I can apply for B2 ext- extension one more time. You can, but it's not going to be in your best interest. They're going to reject it. It's going to cause a lot of problems in the future for you. I wouldn't advise you do that. Next person, please. Ravni. Hi, Rahul. I have posted my question in the chat as well as you're the... currently on STEM OPT and I'm yeah. pregnant with expected due date in second week of May. I'm feeling stress due to work pressure. It's impacting my health. I have a plan to take care of him. The company policy states that the job will be protected for the duration of the leave, but not paid. But being a streamer, I'm not sure. Now, let me ask you, do you have H4 option, ma'am? No, I don't have H4 option. Okay, so so what's your worry that you have been unemployed for a while? Uh, No, I'm not worried about uh, the, like, unemployment, but uh, will it affect my student visa i'm right now on stem opt extension but how long how long you're going to be unemployed uh three months okay but in the three months period will you be on a leave or will you be unemployed that's a difference though oh i'll be on fmla medical leave family so you will be on a leave of absence so you will not be unemployed yeah 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 exactly I'll be employed, but I'll be on leave without pay. Okay. 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 Well, you'll be on leave without pay. Okay. So that may may not be considered to be unemployed, ma'am. It's a leave of absence. So you should be fine. If you are on leave, you should be fine. Okay. Next person, please. Sadat Yuvraj. 
Yeah, uh, I have posted my question. So your perm got denied. My employed perm new last week. My current I need for expires in February. So did they appeal the perm denial or they didn't? I think they appealed it and they told like uh, it it, it was still it. denied. And uh, so they it, appealed it, it based on so based on that you got the seventh year H one B extension based on the appeal. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay, if I if I go for my H one B extension, is it legal to continue working on my I need for expires so but they are filing the h1b extension is right yeah that's right uh mine yeah. mine is currently like expiring in february so that will be like the h so extension the, so they're going to uh, your appeal is still pending uh no i got uh they told like uh, in uh, september end it got denied and uh the denial uh like looks like there there was some system glitch or something and they weren't not able to process it and that's the reason like for the denial that's what my employee if, uh, if the if the appeal got denied how hmm. are they going to file the eighth year extension they can't okay you may have to look into b2 option though okay or like can i go for h4 in this case absolutely if you have h4 go for h4 okay and based do on the new e do you have h4 ead option also no i just have h4 option Go go for the H four then. Okay, and can I do it like uh, uh, maybe I need to again like reconsider with attorney, but like uh, with my attorney, uh, what his option is. But uh, this is one question I have. Like in case if they are filing it, and uh, in worst case it get denied or so, like can I? Uh, How are they filing it? How are they? What is the basis for filing? Uh, they told like they are going to submit those document evidence like it's been uh, the error from the uh, Department of Labor for the denial. But that that for that they have to do a motion to reconsider. Okay. You can't go fight the Labor Department with the immigration. You have to fight with the Labor Department with the Labor Department and then go to immigration. Okay. You see my point? Yeah. Yeah. So if they are just filing it, don't become a balika bakra for them because you'll be in a big loss if you get the H-1B denied, which most probably it will be. They have to be basis. Next person, please. Bani Singh. Hello. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have posted my question. Vani, if you go on a F-2, you can't come back on H-1B unless you have an I-140 approval. Uh, so my uh, six years will be completing in May. Um, so uh, I'm going on. Okay. So I have to go, step outside the country uh, to again apply for H1. If you want to apply in the lottery again, right. you have to step outside the country, stay outside the country for one year. And then you have to apply through the lottery, which you have only one by, if you have a master's degree, you have you know one by fourth or one by fifth chance of getting in the lottery. The best approach would be for you to move on to F2, file, find a company that can file an I-140 for you. Uh, but the time is very less, is uh, like it is December, I'm, my six years are expiring in like May, May, April end or May, mid. You so don't have to be it's... working for the company to apply for the green card application. Correct, but the, my current company is not filing, so... Why do you have uh, to go with the current company? Why can't you find some other company? You're in this country for uh, six years and you haven't made any move towards it. 
I tried. Uh, it's not happening. So I tried for last two years, but it's not happening right now. So well, you're not trying uh, hard, ma'am. Right. So there, there is a no option with because uh, my husband want to study and he will be here in US on F one. So, okay. but I have to step out. Uh, that's what I'm. Uh, because he will be studying here, and I have. Even if you step out, Bonnie. If you want to get back to H-1B, you have to go through the lottery system. Lottery system is not easy. Correct. I have a master's degree already. And still, I have lottery system. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how to speak with you, ma'am. You you live in a la, la la land, which I don't know where you live in. But even if you have a master's degree, it's less than one by third chance of getting into the lottery. Okay. Okay, so so it's better to find a company that can file a green card application for you. And if your skills are not good enough, you need to polish your skills to get to a company that can file a green card for you. If you go outside the country and then you spend one year and then you apply in the lottery, they apply in March and then you get in October, that to one by third chance. That's not happening. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But my uh, still my question is, uh, be, I cannot stay here uh, on F2 and I yeah. can apply for the lottery and then next I, year. No, ma'am. No, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you, Reddy. For you to apply in the lottery, you have to go outside the country. Sruti, go ahead. Um, hello, Rahul. I have posted my question. You're currently have... in my first year OPT, recently joined a consultancy to maintain legal status while active job search. However, I haven't yet secured a full-time position and the consultancy is providing, isn't providing any in-house training though. Well, they have to provide in-house training. Yeah, if not, not, you're violating the, if not, you're violating the status, ma'am. No, sir. The, actually, I missed a point. I have got, recently got married to a U.S. citizen and we are trying to file a green card. Um, uh -huh. so I, do I have to include uh, consultancy details in my employment history or not? I'm not sure. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah. So, in the background verification, so, come to know... Even if, you, even if you violated the status... If you're married to a U.S. citizen, you will still get the green card, ma'am. Okay, sir. Okay, okay. so uh, it's not mandatory to include the employment details about the country. If you're not employed, don't include it. Okay, sir. Okay. And one more. Uh, yes, sir. Go ahead. Do I uh, apply for a new SSN? Because the SSN that I have says that it's valid for work only. So do I have wait? To First, you apply for the green card. You get the green card. Once you get the green card, you just go to the social security office. You show them the green card. They remove that condition. Okay. okay. Uh, in the I-34 form or something else, can I still give my SSN number, the one that I Absolutely have? Absolutely, you should. Absolutely, you should. I strongly recommend you hire a law firm to file the application i don't recommend that you do it by yourself i'll send an email if you intend to if you want to hire us okay but yes ma'am you have to if they're asking the social security you have to give the social security number sure, okay sir. final next question please go ahead do is it Pretty mandatory for a travel permit form is it mandatory for applying a travel permit as well sir it's not mandatory but why don't you apply it's free it's free. What's your problem in applying? Yeah. Because uh, whatever I have seen is it costed $535, it seems so. I was no, like... ma'am. That's the reason I'm telling you to 
go with a lawyer, it will be easier for you. It's free. The EAD is free. The advanced parole is free for you. You don't have to go through paying the fees for those things. Okay? Thank you so much, sir. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. I am an H1B through IT, uh, H1B IT through lottery. Right. After 45, I lost the project and again got a new project. Role in 50-50. The project contract only for four months. Petition not approved yet. Basically, I'm in science background, so I thought of changing to non-IT. So, what's your question right yeah. now? You, uh, Rahul, question? actually, I'm on non-IT. I'm on non-IT with the science background, but I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I got an opportunity from... Uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm a non-IT guy with IT H1B, but I am getting an opportunity from a non-IT company. So, can I change my IT H1B to non-IT? First, you, did you got the H-1B approval with the... H-1B approved with... and I worked here for 45 days. After that, I lost my project. I got ah, a new project. You already, so you already got the H-1B approval. Yeah, you can move from non-IT to IT. You can move to non-IT to IT to, IT to non-IT. It's not a problem. But but this is a non-profit organization and my pay rate is very low here compared with that. I mean, my current pay rate. Is it a problem? It's not a problem. My only question is that when you got the H-1B, did you got through the lottery system, is it right? Yes, through lottery I got. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Previously, if you're making $20,000 and now you're going to make $200,000, that's fine. Previously, you're making $200,000. Now you're going to make only $50,000. That's perfectly fine too. Okay. If, okay. if I want to change again to IT, is, is, that, a not, is that not a problem? Not I can problem. change non-IT to IT, IT to non-IT. That is not a big you problem. Can become, yeah, not a problem. You can change to a lawyer position too. If you are qualified for it, you can change to a lawyer position. Not a problem. Next person, please. Okay. Uh, so, so one second, one second. Just one more thing. And IT, I mean non-profit to profit organization also not a problem. No, you said you went through the lottery. Yes, yes. Thank you. So why are you speaking the word of non-profit then? No, actually, I'm getting an opportunity from non-profit organization now. So oh, I, if I you're change going my... through, uh, you're going to yes. go through non-profit. You can go to non-profit. Yes, yes. And once, yeah. because you're counted towards a lottery though, once you're counted towards mm -hmm. a lottery, you don't need to be counted towards a lottery in your life. Even if you move mm -hmm. to non-profit, you can come to for-profit again. Not a problem. Okay, okay. Non-IT-IT also not a problem. There is a, no a question in uh, extension or something. Next person, please. Um, thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Uh, I put my query in the chat. Um, it's related to the H4 status for my wife. And uh, she's using a... Yes. Yeah, my question is regarding visa. So once GCAD is used for work in case of my consumer status has changed from H4 to parole, her... Old H1 and H4 is about to expire. Do I need to take an action on N N T four? It's you know you can if you want to. Nobody is going to ask question if you extend the N N T four. But do we need? Is it mandatory? Because I did not apply for it's the not, H4 it's extension. It's not. It's not. It's not mandatory. I personally myself okay. did not apply for extension myself when I was in that situation. Okay. Okay, so I can just leave it as is, go do nothing, and when she travel next time outside the country and anything, that will work fine, right? That's perfectly fine. Next person, please. Ramod. Hi, Rahul. I, I put my question in the 
I'm currently an H-1B and both my wife and I have valid visa stamps for my previous employer until April 2024. My current employer is I-797A and 84 is valid until December. Or my wife H-4 status has not extended. She traveled to India and planned to return at the end of the year. Is it possible for her to travel with the old visa stamping and can then extend the H-4 status once she come back? The answer is yes to that question, Pramod. But there is an exception that when she is coming back into United States, she can show your H-1B approval and mm -hmm. she can get the I-94 until December 2025. Okay. If she gets it, if she gets it, she doesn't have to extend. If she doesn't get it. Okay. So it's recommended to show it's not going to cause any issue, right? Uh -huh. No problem. None whatsoever at all. Okay. 95% they will issue until December 2025. If she shows H-1B approval of you. If they okay. don't, then you have to apply the extension before April 15th of 2024. Okay. okay. So it's like uh, normal H-4 extension process. I, I, I can just validate I-94 once she is in. And if not extended with the latest date, I can uh, do the normal uh, H-4 extension, right? Absolutely, you can. Next person. Please. And there is no issue even I'm extending after one and a half year of my H H-1 uh, approval, right? I didn't get the point. We are speaking Sorry, about... Uh, I mean, my H1 was approved one year back. So now I am extending H4. It's not going to cause any issue, right? No, sir. Not a problem. Okay. As long as our I-94 is valid, it's not a problem. Since okay. our I-94 you're saying is valid until April 15, 2024, it's not a problem. Next okay. person, please. Nirmal, Bhagesh. Uh, hello, Rahul, sir. I have posted my question in the chat. Uh, I am an F1 visa from 2019 to 2022, I got my initial H-1B approval. I lost my job in April 2023 and came to India. I do not have an H-1B stamp. If I get admit on a PhD, am I eligible for F-1 visa after completing it? Do I have to go through the... You don't have to go through the lottery in your life, Nirmal. Okay, sir. You are eligible for the F-1, but normally PhDs, you know, PhDs are normally not recommended for some professions, like a lawyer profession. Have you ever heard of PhDs in lawyer profession? No, sir. No. So typically computer science PhDs, they are not recommended that much though. You don't get visa stampings for them that much. Okay? So okay. it's up to you if you want to go for PhD. Are you an IT profession? What profession? No, sir. I'm, I'm into biomedical science. Uh, my, ah, uh, biomedical sciences. Yes, they sir. are preferred. They are preferred. Yeah, you can get an F1 visa. Because, uh, okay. Uh, my uh, professor had uh, initially, I had a talk with my professor. Uh, he was willing to uh, offer my P offer a PhD. So I'm thinking about it. So in case if I, if I want to do a PhD in uh, spring of 20, start my PhD in spring of 2025. So that, that that's what my concern is. Am I eligible for F1? Am I, am I able yeah. to go through yeah, F1 we, and complete my PhD? Um, yes, you can. All right. Thank you so much. Hi, Rahul, sir. Um, yes. So I just pasted my question and here is like uh, a brief of my question. I have I am, 18 years of... I have 18 years software. I finished online MS from US University in machine learning. I'm also working in AI application. Can I apply for EB1? Those are not just automatic qualifications. I will send an email. I want you to watch the video. There are 10 points though. 
you need to look into out of those 10 points, how many of them you can meet. Try to meet as much as possible. Try to make an appointment with a gentleman by name Ryan Vick in our office, okay? Okay. Yeah, so recently some uh, uh, guidance came from USCIS. They are encouraging right. it's machine It's not learning. finalized, but yeah, the, since you are in artificial intelligence, it's definitely a good idea to shoot for EB1A category. Sounds good. Yeah, thank you, sir. Naga? Next person. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you. Uh, I have a EB1A adjustment of status pending since uh, July uh, of 2023. My priority and your is... your I-140 uh, is approved? Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep going. This is the I-140 priority date is uh, from June 2017. Uh, it, in January, I mean, I do have my combo cards, me and my spouse. Uh, in January 20... Uh, I mean, in January 2023, our a priority date will be current. Uh, what strategies I can use to expedite my application? Uh, be best is to go through the last uh, lawsuit. Best can, uh, is to go through the lawsuit. I will have. The, um, uh, uh, I will send it. You should make an appointment with Stephen Brown in our office because yours uh -huh. is EB one, and it's been pending for a long, long, long period of time. And you are a physician; those are all very good to go to the court. Okay. I, I mean, my pay adjustment status is pending since June of 2023. Only six months now. Like, ah, is it still okay? June of 2023. Uh, uh, mm, I would recommend uh, just go through the ombudsman uh -huh. or congressman and only in June of 2024, you can contact Stephen Brown. Okay. okay? So less than a year, the lawsuit is not a... Yeah, I would not, I would not recommend. Okay. All right. Okay. Then. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Next person, please. Deja, Deja. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Rahul. I my sister went to India to convert from F1 to J1. J1 have refused, and the DSO completed my CVs. Her CVs, I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, her is, my, is her F1 still valid, and can she come in? Ah, oh, oh did they, did they looked into the F1 visa? So, uh, so she went to convert from F1 to J1, right? Uh, so uh, they did not offer a job on OPT. So they offered J1 and then she traveled to J uh, India and then uh, for a J1 stamping, but they refused it. Uh, but her F1 is still valid for four more years. I really don't know the answer to that question. Let me find out the answer for it and then I will contact okay. you back. Okay. Yeah, sure. Rahul. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. Hello. Yes, Hi. So, so I posted my question on the uh, form. Request question regarding EAD. Go ahead. Yes, it's it's about EAD. So um so I just have my H four visa which was processed my, by my husband's current employer, mm, but they have not mm -hmm. applied for my EAD uh, along with my H four. Uh, he has plans of changing his uh, job in February next year. So my question is, if I apply for my EAD now, will my EAD, uh, you know, be still valid because it's linked to his visa? So he'll be, uh, you know, the the new employee will be processing his visa. What I would recommend, so I, what I would recommend, Miss Urmila, is right now you apply for the EAD. When he applies okay. the H-1B transfer, I want you to apply H-1B H-4 plus EAD at that time again. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I have to apply right now, but when he applies, I have to apply again. Is what you're saying. That is the best strategy for you. 
Okay. okay. Uh, so why uh, if I apply so if, because it's just in February if I just wait for like until February and apply uh, do the whole thing. But how do you know what, what if he it? doesn't change the job? Uh, yeah, but um, because he's is very uh, you know clear about it because. Uh, okay, it's up to you, ma'am. This is my recommendation. It's not a mandatory okay. thing that you have to so pilot. Will... This is my recommendation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so it will be helpful for me to apply it, apply for it now, and then um, reapply again. Is what you're That's right, ma'am. Next person, please. Daryl. Daryl. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, this is about my green card. Interview. I attended GSC. Attended with my wife and son October to at Chicago. I've already moved to Austin by September. I did not get the interview appointment notice. But my wife and son did. The officer asked me why I did not get the notice and allowed me to attend the interview. During the interview, the officer said that they didn't have my A file, but took my fingerprint and entered along with my wife and son. She asked me to contact the US after a month later and submit the new I-69. She also said the case is transferred to Texas location. I'm told. So, so you were living in Chicago. Is your prior to date current terrell right now? No, Rahul, it's not correct. It's only in Feb 20, uh, Feb 13. So they, they interviewed all three of you. They uh, told you to submit the medicals. You submitted the medicals. So what's yeah, your yes, question? Yes, I had already... I had already submitted, but they didn't issue RFE for my wife and son um, before that. So they hadn't brought that along with them. Uh, but then they also told they don't have my I file, uh, A file. Um, at so the time. what is your question right now? What so, are you like, confused I'm, about? Yeah, but then now they asked me to contact USCIS again. I don't know why, you know, because my status is still the same as scheduled for interview. That's still not updated, um, even though it's almost a month and a half. So I'm like totally confused, like what happened during the interview? Like, is there anything that I have to do proactively? Or no, you don't have to. Everything missing? looks fine to me. You all were been interviewed. They told you to submit the medicals. You submitted the medicals. The thing is, okay. they didn't submit the... Um, do they have to submit an RFE before I submit the medical or just submit it? Because they said my file will be transferred to Texas location also. If they told you to submit medical, submit the medicals. Oh, okay. okay. But they asked me to contact them after a month. I don't know why then. Contact them. But first is you submit the medicals. Oh, okay. Um, next person, please. I'm going to end the meeting two minutes before, guys, because I have to go to another meeting. So next next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Um, so my poem is currently under process, and it was filed on Jan uh, 21st this year. Uh, my six-year extension, H1B, it ends on Jan 18th. Uh, so what do I do if in case I don't get my poem by then? Um, let me ask you this. Are you married, Rashita? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You may want to consider moving into B2 visa. Okay. Okay. But can I apply for a one-year extension if I don't get it by Jan 21st? Wait, um, your poem is under process. And when did you file the poem application? January 21st of this year. And when is your six years expiring? Uh, January 18th of next year, 2024. So what you could do is that you can spend one week in uh, one week in Mexico. You can claim that one week 
and you can extend the H1B by about by about uh, by about one week plus one year because your labor will be pending. Okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, I need to get stamping if I need to enter the country again, right? Am no, ma'am. There is valid? exceptions where you can do without stamping. There are exceptions. Where okay. you can go to Mexico, when you go to Mexico, or when you go to uh, Canada, you don't need a stamping to come back into the United States. I have to leave do early need... today, guys. I'm sorry. I started. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, do I need a visa to enter Mexico or Canada? You may need a visa. Do you, you have a visa stamping until January 18th or you don't? I don't. You may need a visa to go to Mexico. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Sorry, I have to go to another meeting, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.